What's up, Playlisters? Brian from Playlist Wars here. Just want to let you know that while this show is on hiatus, both Gomez and I have separate shows that are part of the Playlist Wars extended universe, if you will. Gomez has the Sleevy G Show, which you can find at SleevyGPodcasts.com. And I have a new show entitled My Weekly Mixtape, which you can find over at MyWeeklyMixtape.com. Both shows are also available on all podcast platforms just by searching Sleevy G Show or My Weekly Mixtape. And Playlist Wars will be back soon. Thank you guys so much for your continued support of the show. This is Playlister Eric Chael, and you're listening to Playlist Wars. Let the battle begin. Welcome to Playlist Wars. I'm part of the Dynamic Duo. My name is Brian Colburn. Unfortunately, Gomez is dealing with some personal family issues and won't be on tonight's show. But thankfully, we have some friends of the show stepping into the ring tonight to go to battle. Starting off with, in this corner, Bobby from the Effing Cultured Podcast. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us, man. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Great to have you back. I figured since Gomez isn't here, you needed another plus size guy. So (laughs) I wanted to fill in. And if I'm going down that route and in this corner, we have Tony (laughs) D from Patio Slave bringing the New England energy to the episode tonight. Tony, thank you again for coming back, man. No problem. And should I remove my sleeves now or throughout the episode? I'm not really sure how to do this here. I think as you go through each song choice, you peel a little bit of the sleeve off. Okay. All right. I'll try to grow a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a video, right? We're not going to give the video to anybody. How come I'm not bringing New England stylings with me? Connecticut doesn't count. I don't know. Uh, Tony, you can answer that. Does oh, Connecticut no. count? Tony's one of them. Never mind. I don't want to hear <laughs> well, his answer. I'm from Canada, right? I'm, I live in Maine, so I'm from Canada. There you go. We're both on the border. <laughs> See, Bobby, I consider you tri-state, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. It depends if it's baseball or football. Yeah. Football, I'm tri-state. Baseball, unfortunately, I'm, I'm a New England fan. So. Well, as oh, I'm rocking good. my We're New cool. York Giants shirt right now. So. And I can't say anything. And I want to, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bobby, because you're closer to me in New Jersey, let's get started with you. The last time you were on the show, we talked Slipknot. Yeah. And tonight, we are talking something completely different. <laughs> completely completely different the zach brown band and i can make a pretty safe bet that those two won't be touring together anytime soon although stranger things have happened so first and foremost why are you a slipknot fan excited to talk some zach brown band tonight and how hard was it for you to come up with your top 10 i I mean i don't know what i said the last time i was on but i'm i have a very eclectic taste in music so my first concert ever was Sixpence None the Richer, Hanson and Joey McIntyre. So, um, you know, and then I fell into new metal. And then one summer I was on a recycling truck and all they listened to was country. And all of a sudden, Bobby listens to country. It wasn't difficult. I love Zach Brown. And I think it's because they're not as big a jump off of a rock feel as some people think they are. And Zach himself is kind of hardcore, even though sometimes he's singing love songs and, you know, heartbreaking ballads. He himself as a performer and as a person is kind of metal. And like I said to you in some of the messages we've had back and forth, I love a good country harmony. So doing Zach Brown Band and having like a, a big group of instruments and really good vocalists makes it really easy. It also is easy because I stopped listening to them after Jekyll and Hyde. So you're going <laughs> to you're going <laughs> to you're going to hear a lot of that when we start picking songs. Oh, man. So tonight, our episode is actually going to be in three part harmony. We're going to sing all of our choices. <laughs> yeah, I call tenor. <laughs> all right, Tony, last time you were on, we talked about one of pop punk's finest Green Day. So kind of the same question for you, Zach Brown band, a bit of a departure from Green Day. We talked about this on your Concert Wars episode when I guessed it on Patio Slave, which I was honored to be a guest on. So while Patio Slave listeners know you're a fan of Zach Brown Band, for those of you on Playlist Wars who know Tony as the guy from the Green Day episode, why are you excited to talk about Zach Brown Band tonight? And how hard was it for you to come up with a top 10? I am excited to talk about Zach Brown Band for a couple of reasons. I It was a band that 
it's what 2008 I think is when the foundation dropped and I got into them and, and I had been a fan of country kind of on the outskirts, but not really a ton growing up. My dad listened to a lot of country and I, I just equated it to being a kid again and, you know, camping and summer vacation and country just kind of came back into my life at this time. And Zach Brown band was one of the bands that I kind of latched onto. So pretty excited to talk about them for that reason. Uh, seen them live a couple times. Love that great great live show uh and yeah it's definitely a departure compared to the green day episode but <laughs> i love it all like i could have done the slipknot episode too like I, I got i got songs and choices for days with that stuff so much appreciated having me back oh dude the pleasure is all mine and and look my wife says every time i've got my phone on random in the car she sometimes turns to me and she just goes what is wrong with you like <laughs> how do you go from slayer to 1950s doo-wop and i'm like they're both great songs i don't care what genre era they're from exactly. exactly all right so before we get down to business if you like what you're hearing on playlist wars and you want to support the show please consider becoming a patreon playlister it's quite easy head over to patreon.com playlist wars and select whichever tier works best for you we have tiers starting at one dollar that include episode shout outs a ton of early episode drops guest spots on the show, and much more. Once again, patreon.com slash Playlist Wars. Like I said earlier, and like we've already discussed tonight, our topic is the Zach Brown Band, and we've each individually created a playlist with our top 10 favorite tracks, none of which have been shared between the three of us prior till now. Throughout the episode, we'll each reveal our track ones through track tens, one by one, crafting what we each feel is the perfect Zach Brown Band playlist. After the episode, we turn it over to you, the Playlister family, to vote at PlaylistWarsPodcast.com to decide once and for all which one of us got it right. And if you simply can't decide which one of us you want to vote for, while you're visiting the site, you can also listen to each one of our playlists so you can hear where we're coming from with our choices. Later on in the show, we'll each choose our one honorable mention song of the night, which has to be a song that someone else picked. And even though Gomez is not with us tonight, his presence will be felt as he sent me his top 10 tracks. And as we chime in, if we have some matches, I'm going to bring them up. And then at the end of the night, I'm going to go through his playlist, although it won't be up for voting. I was going to he, say he'll win. He can't make <laughs> he can't make a case for any of his songs. So he, you can't vote for him, but we're going to definitely acknowledge the songs he picked. So I guess we will... <sighs> Um, <laughs> jump right in with you, Tony, and your track one. All right. So as I mentioned in our, our intro here, the foundation dropped in 2008. And the first time I heard a song by Zach Brown Band, it was Chicken Fried. So I had to I had to lead off my playlist with Chicken Fried. It was just this feeling of, man, do I like country again? Like, I'm not even sure if I'm into this. And there's kind of a rock feel to it still, too, even though it's got that southern charm to it and man it, it just it hit me and you know the band has had their hooks in me ever since so chicken fried is my track one chicken fried is also my track one nice. on my playlist yeah uh taste of country top 100 country songs of all time they had it at number 39 and i think there's a reason for that i mean i know it's the most listened to zach brown band song on spotify and it's got a massive amount of downloads but it's got everything you want in country like it's got it's got the down-home cooking, and then in that third verse, it hits you with the over-the-top patriotism, and, you know, this song was written before 9-11, and then he put that third verse in after the towers fell, so there's a lot going on with this song, but like you said, Tony, this was the first time I heard them, and I, I'm pretty sure I heard this song and ran out and bought the foundation. It was one of those moments where I got hit across the head, and I'm like, I'm going to listen to this band. And I went out and got it. So my opening track is also Chicken Fried. Wow. Well, we're starting the evening off with some guilt already. <laughs> <laughs> but there's reason behind the guilt. The guilt I'm feeling is because we don't have a bingo. Oh, okay. However, I closed my track list oh. with Chicken Fried. The first single from 2008's Foundation reached number 20 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number one on the U.S. Hot Country songs chart it was originally recorded by zach brown for his independent release homegrown but then was released as a single in 2006 by the lost trailers they were known for their 2008 country hit hollerback 
However, Zach Brown had a clause in the contract that said they were not allowed to release the song as a single, and they did anyway. So he made them retract it. But by that point, the song had already peaked at number 53. Zach Brown knew he was on to something, released it as his first single from the foundation, and the rest obviously was history. A little more good news to this. Gomez has the song on his track list as well as his track nine. And I'm guessing the reason he has it there was because the song was featured in the 2008 masterpiece of a film, Witless Protection, starring... (laughs) Larry the Cable Guy, right? Larry the Cable Guy. So that's the only reason I'm I'm guessing Gomez has it in his playlist. And he's not here to defend himself. So that's what I'm going to run with here. That's amazing. (laughs) While we're on the topic of this song, I can't assume what anyone's playlists are going to be tonight. But has everybody tonight heard the new single, Same Boat? Yes. Am I the only one that's not hearing a chicken fried vibe in that song? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's in there. I feel like it's chicken fried part two, so mm-hmm. to speak. It just has that same vibe. You can almost sing the lyrics to one over the other. And I'll be curious to see if they ever kind of mash the two together because they have almost the same feel, except same boat has a little bit more of the island yacht rock mm-hmm. feel to it. And chicken fried is more along the lines of country. So kicking things off right away with a trifecta, although because Gomez has it as well. We're calling it a quadfecta tonight mm-hmm. with chicken fried. Now nice. the guilt, it didn't make my track one, but something else did. And I get to double down on my dad joke. It's a simple tune to get your love light glowing. The third single from 2002's Uncaged, my track one, jump right in. Reach number 53 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number 13 on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart. This is a song that's upbeat and energetic, feel good, gets you almost dancing. It's almost got this salsa vibe going to it along with the country. But the focus of the song lyrically is about relaxing. So while it seems counterproductive, it goes to maximum effect. It's the perfect song to kick off and ahem, jump right into your playlist. I went with that track one, jump right in. I see what you did there. Yeah. It's a fabulous feel-good song. I do love it, but it did not make my list. All right. It didn't make my list, but it was in that top 18 or so tracks. It was close. It was very close. And that's a good start to a a playlist. It's a great way to start a playlist. Awesome. Well, with that said, Tony, we are right back to you now for track two. All right. Track two. I went with Homegrown off of Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, which came out in 2015, I believe. Yep. Uh, That was, it felt like not a return to form because they'd been doing it this way for a while, but there were other things on this album that don't sound like this, but this sounded like Zach Brown Band to me. So I was listening to it on my way home from work tonight, and I was like, man, I just like this song. Like It just fits the vibe that I want from a Zach Brown record. And it was the, I think it was the lead single off of Jekyll and Hyde, right, in 2015, so. That is my track two, Homegrown. It just is a good vibes, down home, cooking like they do. Zach Brown Band song. I uh, love that song, and that album may be my favorite of all of their albums, but that song did not make my list. Wow. All right. Well, I've got everything I need and nothing that I don't. That is my track three. Like Tony said, it is the first single. It reached number 35 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number two on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart. The song's message really hits me because it's about being satisfied with the life you have versus the life that it could be and the what-ifs. And to be able to just live in the moment, enjoy what you have really speaks to me. The harmonies in it are just perfect. It's those just layered Zach Brown band harmonies that only they can do. To me... Jekyll and Hyde is kind of all over the place. The name suits the album perfectly. Mm -hmm. It is a musical smorgasbord of sounds. And some people that could be too over the top. For me, I genuinely love it. But this song, I think, slides in easily with some of their best stuff in the frame of what people know Zach Brown Band to be. So for me, Harmony's on full display. My track three, Homegrown. 
did not make Gomez's list. So, Bobby, for tonight, though, you did get the proverbial playlist wars axe chopping the trifecta. My bad. And with that axe, we pass it back to you for your track two. Uh, number two, I'm going to 2010's You Get What You Give. This might be my favorite Zach Brown song, period. It's got one of the funniest lyrics I've ever heard in any song, uh, which is uh, bartender told me it was time to go. I told him he could lick my sack. <laughs> you might have to censor that out. I'm sorry. There's a breakdown in the middle of this song where every single instrument gets a solo and it feels like a bluegrass jam band section of this song. Oh, Whiskey's Gone is the name of the song, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> From You Give What You Give. The breakdown of this song with all of the instruments soloing out and you have like the standing bass going on a really strong run, which I mean, you know, it happens in country sometimes, but having like a stand or an upright bass just getting the, the spotlight really makes me happy. The fiddles rocking out. And then right after that breakdown, Zach starts spitting out these fast lyrics. It's like he's an auctioneer. And then right at the end, he switches tone just a little bit and gets a little growly. And then the electric guitar comes out at the end and just start rocking out for two measures. It's the best. I friggin' love this song. So my second song, Whiskey's Gone from You Get What You Give. Oh, my God, dude. I swear to you. Swear, swear, swear. I've got notes for the song written. It was in my track list to the last possible second. Very, very, very good shot that you have just picked my honorable mention song of the night. This song to me is bluegrass on steroids. It's yeah. manic. It's fun. It shows off another dimension of this band's insane musical prowess. And in 2009, it was featured on True Blood, music from the HBO original music series, which surprises me because... Gomez doesn't have it on his list. I thought that the show tie-in, because I know he's a fan of a lot of HBO stuff, that would have been one that he would have gravitated towards, but did not make his list. Did not make mine, but I think you've just picked my honorable mention song of the night. Yeah. Tony, did I get the proverbial playlist wars axe by switching it out? No, uh, it did not make my list, but I think it's going to be my honorable mention to it. It's early to say that. <laughs> Because it was one that I had high up too, and uh, and listening to back to that record last week in preparation for all this, I was like, man, this this song is just amazing. It does showcase everything that they can do when they're feeling it, when they're at the peak of their powers and they want to go. Here is everything you can get it. I, I'm hearing it live. It's it's so good. Yep, that might be my that might be mine too. Well, moving on to my track two, I'm gonna go back to the foundation here. 2008. I'm going with the second single. It reached number 26 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number two on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart. And I'm going with whatever it is. It's a love song, plain and simple. But the melody is kind of right down the middle. It's more upbeat than a slow ballad, but it just provides the perfect location for the band's lush vocal harmonies. They just soar in this song i absolutely love it and look without getting too sappy i'd be lying if i said it doesn't remind me of my wife when i hear the song because she truly does have whatever it is that uh. just strikes a chord with me pun intended so there's my feel-good moment hopefully she hears this if she ever friggin listens track two whatever it is i love that song i love that album that song's fabulous but it is not on my list you're hanging on to the axe then because it's my track five. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And for a very similar reason, uh, my wife and I started dating in 2008 around when this record came out. So I feel the same way. Uh, she just has whatever it is. And we're still together to this day. So, yeah, great Zach Brown Band song. And one of the, you know, it's a little slower, but it does have a little more upbeat than some of the other slower songs that I have on here, too. So, yeah, my track five. And Bobby, not to add insult to injury, but not only did you kill a trifecta, you actually killed a quadfecta because Gomez had this as his track five. <laughs> oh, man. This slipped out all over again. I'm having PTSD. <laughs> Sorry about that, Bobby. But with that being said, there's still plenty of time for redemption. We're only two songs in. Or to collect more axes. Or to collect more. Yes, you have an so arsenal. Far, right? <laughs> yes, two so far, two tracks. I like it. Well, we've only gone through two tracks, and I've already got four of my songs filled in. So, right. damn. Tony, we're back to you for track three. Track three came out in 2010. 
It is with a legend in the country game. It is as she's walking away with Alan Jackson. And as I said earlier, uh, growing up, listening to country music with my dad in the car or camping, Alan Jackson was a staple. Happened all the time. And then to hear him with this band that I was starting to really get into, because it's the second album that they put out that I was you know, paying attention for. This song is just perfect. And it, it, the way they bring Alan Jackson in, like you're sitting at the bar talking to him, trying to give him advice. It just, we've all been there. Like, go, just go try, go talk to her, go talk to her, go see if she'll talk to you back. And hey, if she doesn't, you, at least you tried, you know, that type of thing. You, you, you could say that about a lot of different things in life, but uh, in this situation, it, it really fit the vibe of the song. And to bring Alan Jackson in was, was what tipped it off for me. And yeah, my track three, yeah, she's walking away. It did not make my list. It is a fabulous song. It deserves all the accolades it got. I think it won a Grammy for like best country uh, correspondence or whatever the heck that <laughs> that there's there's yeah. a, there was a special category for like a, a guest artist on a track. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a great song. I've just I was really finicky with my playlist and I wanted it to go a certain way. So it did not make my list. All right. Unfortunately, it didn't make mine either because I used another guest slot later and I kind of wanted to limit the guest spots because I wanted to shine as much of a light on the band as possible. But I absolutely love that one. To me, Alan Jackson is the pure definition of a classic country singer. To me, he's up there with George Strait as one of the most distinct best country voices of all time. His music's timeless. And him and Zach Brown sound so great together. Patreon playlister Eric Chael chimed in with this track as well. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the guilt. It didn't make my list either, but it's a fantastic, fantastic tune. Bobby, we are back to you now for your track three. All right. Track three comes off of 2015's Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, and it kind of put Zach Brown band where they hadn't been before. And that would be the rock charts. Number one in the Canadian rock charts and billboard. It hit number 11 in the U.S. rock airplay charts and features, in my opinion, top four or five rock vocalists of all time. The late, great Chris Cornell. Heavy is the head will be my track three. It's just an amazing song. And having Chris Cornell just wail in the chorus makes it that much better. And the fact that it has that really awesome rocky feel to where it felt like, you know, they put it in the rock charts. It was a cool step away from their typical reggae or, I mean, it depends what mood they were in, but it was it was a new feel for them. And it puts them in rarefied air with uh, New Jersey great Bon Jovi for having songs that both tracked on the country and rock billboard charts. So Heavy is the Head, my track three. The second single from 2015's Jekyll and Hyde is my track four. I purposely put this song back to back with Homegrown, track three and track four, so you could get the full Jekyll and Hyde experience within my playlist because Homegrown is the Zach Brown band that people came to expect from the foundation, and Heavy is the Head with Chris Cornell is most definitely the Hyde. Like you said, Bobby, it was the first single released by the band to rock radio. Rightfully so. It's a rock song. I've heard it on Octane on Sirius XM. And people would say to me, who the hell is this? I'm like, that's a country artist. That's Zach Brown. Get the hell out of here. No, dude, really. That's Zach Brown band. And the song was the theme for Major League Baseball in the 2015 season. And Gomez would be pissed at me if I didn't mention that the song was also included in WWE's 2K16 video game, even though I should add the song didn't make Gomez's list. But this song shows that even though these guys are country, they could rock with the best of them. And having Chris Cornell on board backs that statement up with authority. Shout out to Tim Tony on Twitter, who also chimed in with this banger. Heavy is the head, the pressure, and possibly the axe. Goes to you, Tony. Well, I'm not going to hang on. I'm going to keep, Bobby, you're going to keep it because I have this as my track four. Right. So we oh, just no, missed a bingo. bingo. <laughs> oh, Bobby ruined the bingo. He killed two trifectas. You truly are uh, taking the spot of Gomez tonight. <laughs> hey, wait, I need to change out a track real quick. 
as uh, as Brian Colburn would say, heavy is the head, right? I mean, this is this is where we're at. So uh, wear that crown, man. Hang on to that axe. But no, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's my track four. And I mean, I'm coming from a podcast named Patio Slave, which is named after a Chris Cornell band. Right. So I had to include this song, uh, and it's an awesome song. So uh, you guys said everything about it that, that I wanted to say. Uh, it is it is my track for great, great song. All right. Now, Bobby, with the guilt of two trifecta kills and a bingo kill, heavy as the head is both Tony and my track four. So we are right back to you to see what song killed this bingo. Listen, I just I just put it in three. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tony, we have a new goal, and it's to close Brian out before he hit track seven, okay? Dude, I'm already out five songs. You I know. Are bri- we you can are do getting it. Play. You guys could definitely do this. Okie dokie. Oh, so it's track four now, huh? Yeah. I just like hearing the sound of my voice. This is this is what, what I was going for. Okay. They released, they being Zach Brown uh, bands, released a EP in 2013 called The Grohl Sessions, Volume 1. Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters and Nirvana fame produced the album. And he is quoted in saying, oh, it's, uh, where is it? They're unbelievable. The band is so good, they can be tracked live. We didn't F with computers, we tracked live. Four-part harmonies around one microphone. It's rocking. People are like, oh, it's country. No, it's not. It's like the Allman Brothers. No, it's not. It's jam band. I don't even know what you call it. It's effing great. Dave Grohl. It's a four track EP. I love the second track, which actually features Dave Grohl on drums, and it's called Let It Rain. The lyrics in the song are all about just kind of forgetting about your past mistakes and stop letting them haunt you and kind of healing through music and art, which I just feel in a, a very personal, like, base level in my soul. So the 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 song sings to me and the fact that Dave Grohl is featured on drums is just fabulous so my track 4 let it rain from the grohl sessions i absolutely love the grohl sessions i had let it rain in my track list at one time but i switched it for kind of a curveball song that we're going to talk about a little later on and when i get to it i'll be very curious to see what you guys think but i l- absolutely love the pick and if any song was going to challenge Whiskey's Gone for my honorable mention, this would be it. It's a fabulous, fabulous pick. Tony? I did not have it. I did have a song from this EP. I actually, at the beginning of it, I, I had all four but because <laughs> I love wow. the EP so much. But I had, to, yeah, I, had to, I had to cut three of them just because that wouldn't have been fair to everybody else. But yeah, I do have a song from the Girl Sessions later on. All right. So... Moving on to track five, Tony, you had whatever it is. So, Bobby, we are right back to you for track five. Are you tired of me yet? (laughs) Okay, track five. I am going to the most recent album, uh, The Comeback, that came out in 2021. I appreciate songs that will play and they make me go, wow. And then they make me look up whoever I'm not familiar with within that song. This song made me go, who the F is Marcus King? And I am so glad that this song made me say, who the F is Marcus King? Stubborn Pride, which I feel is the best song on the new album. It's just seven minutes of blues, soul, just country. And Marcus is wailing on the guitar and he's got such an unusual voice. And when it comes through after Zach hits you with, you know, his tip, I mean, he's got a great voice, but Marcus King comes on and you're like, who is that guy? So I had to put it in. Uh, my track five will be Stubborn Pride from The Comeback. My second favorite song on The Comeback, it did not make my track list because I used a different song from the album, but I agree wholeheartedly with what you said. I went out and bought a couple of Marcus King albums. I knew who he was prior to that guest spot. And I was familiar with him, seeing him on some live streams of like Bonnaroo and some other of these jam band festivals. I always knew he was an amazing guitarist, but I didn't feel his music until I heard it in Stubborn Pride. And let me just say, the comeback is, as far as I'm concerned, a top three Zach Brown band album. Right up there with 
the foundation and you get what you give to me. It is just an amazing, amazing eh, comeback for the band, especially after the owl, which if either of you picked any songs from that, you will be completely booted from this episode and everybody <laughs> listening will understand. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, did Stubborn Pride make your list? It didn't, but Marcus King is awesome. I think he's coming with the band here to Portland, Maine, and uh, I want to say April or May. And I'm really trying to get to that depending on work schedules and all that fun stuff. But yeah, great call on that one. Uh, I have a different one from the comeback and you'll understand my reasoning when we get to it here at track six. So, all right. Moving on to my track five, I'm going to go with something a little different here, but I'm going to go off a of 2010's Past the Jar, Zach Brown Band and Friends Live. The studio version of this song reached number 34 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the U.S. Hot Country Songs chart. And this version features Joey and Rory on backing vocals. Now, while they weren't necessarily needed for this version, they were able to carve out their own spots in this already jam-packed harmony section going on, and they just took the song to the next level. And when you mash it up with one of my favorite songs of all time, which is Into the Mystic, there is no way this is not on my list. My track five, free with Into the Mystic from Past the Jar. Shout out on Twitter to Tim Tony and Cactus Pete, who chimed in with the studio version as well as Ben Montgomery from the Records Revisited podcast, who chimed in with this very live version, saying two beautiful songs for the price of one, and I couldn't agree more. Track five, Free and Into the Mystic. So I also have the live version of Free and Into the Mystic on my playlist, but I have the version from Live from Bonnaroo. Okay. Only because, um, and this, I mean, it's rough singing sometimes and in both versions i feel like zach is a little shaky and pitchy in the beginning but in the bonnaroo version he's a little less pitchy in the beginning it's pitchy dog it's pitchy dog <laughs> <laughs> thank you randy but he recovers quickly and the song is gorgeous and it's just like what dave Grohl, the quote that i you know you, they don't really mess with him too much in the studio he sounds fabulous and putting van morrison's into the mystic fabulous right mm -hmm. unbelievable but if i say fabulous one more time it'll be my truly um <laughs> so yeah that's my track eight free into the mystic off of the live at bonnaroo all right tony are you getting the axe no i'm not but i i don't know if bobby's keeping it or getting a new one because i have the past the jar version as well <laughs> that doesn't I, count that's, that's <laughs> we all got it <laughs> Wow, the fact that it's all a live version is yeah. pretty ridiculous, really. Two for the price of one, man. You got <laughs> well, and and the intro it doesn't that count as an, its own song on the foundation. So yes, it does. Of, it's it's kind yeah. of three for the you price get the of violin one. or the fiddle, whatever you want to call it, intro. So yeah, that's my track nine. My reasoning is is odd because we're now what two years into the pandemic, roughly, and uh, I remember early on in it, sitting down with my wife and finding music DVDs that we had, you know, just here that maybe we didn't listen to or watch as much as we wanted to, but there was nothing else to do. So we threw on past the jar and watched that one night and just had a great time dancing around the living room. And this doesn't make me long for the early days of the pandemic per se, but it makes me long for nights like that. that Amen. And Gomez had free on his list, although he went with the studio version, which is a, a wonderful song. Absolutely. Yes. Like I love the studio version. It's one of the best songs on the foundation, but, into the Mystic being one of my favorite songs of all time, you put one of my favorite songs from Zach Brown and one of my favorite songs ever together. How am I not going to talk about that? One? Right. Exactly. So two quadfectas tonight. Love it. And we're flipping things over to track six for you, Tony. So this is uh, my song off the comeback and it's slow burn. It's the first, that was the first single, I believe, right? That reminded me, I'm kind of bummed that they put this album out in the fall I, this needed to come out in june so i mm. could have listened to it all summer and that's what i will do this coming summer when it when it comes out i've listened to the record a bunch since but it would have been perfect on a boat at the golf course camping you know all those things that i do that i listen to country music around and i, I just love this song it, it was a return to form it was a comeback so the comeback is my track six uh, the slow burn excuse me 
it's a great song, but like I said in my intro, after Jekyll and Hyde, I kind of, you know, I've, I've listened to all of them now, but um, I'm more familiar with the older stuff. It did not make my list. I have a different song from the comeback, so it didn't make mine, but I absolutely love it. I have nothing bad to say about it. Bobby, back to you now for track six. All right, let's get a little funky. I'm doing my research for this playlist and listening to my old albums. I found an article that really hated on this song for being quote-unquote EDM, which makes no sense to me. But, you know, when you've got a bunch of grassroots country fans hearing something for the first time a little different, maybe they, you know, get a little flustered. My track six is off Jekyll and Hyde. It's Beautiful Drug. It's basically what happens when you take Zach Brown Band and smash it together with Lady Gaga. Like, it's got that real, like, synthy driving pop beat to it. But I love the lyrics and I love, you know, he's got great love songs and he's got great heartbreak songs, which any country artist worth his weight will have both. You need to be able to do both. And I love the idea of, you know, a woman that you are really into being like a beautiful drug, one that won't ruin your life. And it's just a it's a bop, man. You want to get up and dance. It's it's a lot of fun. So my track six starting the second half of my list. I had to go with something fun and i went with beautiful drug off of jekyll and hyde well gomez kicked off his playlist with beautiful drug and him and i were talking i said dude i'm actually not surprised about that because he's much more of a mainstream pop kind of guy and country's not his thing so if beautiful drug is a quote-unquote gateway drug to get people to understand the greatness that is the zach brown band i'm okay with it for me, I liken it more to the solo album that he put out of more dance music and maybe The Owl, which I'm not a fan of because it was way too dancey. Right. And I feel like by removing the band members, the band quote marks, I feel are lost in this song, but I don't hate it as a song. It just doesn't fit where my track list is going. But the fact that it's Gomez's lead song says to me, it's bringing in new people that didn't listen to them before. So as a music fan, I respect and appreciate what the song is doing for the band. If that makes sense, Tony, beautiful drug. I did not have this, but it was like 12. It was right there. Uh, it's a song that it is a departure. It does fit Jekyll and Hyde because there are a few of those on there. It is that that record is all over the map. As we've said, it brought in some people that maybe didn't necessarily know who Zach Brown Band was at the time, but it probably made some of the hardcore Zach Brown Band fans at that moment be like, really? But then you listen to the rest of the record and you're like, okay, it's got everything. He does it all. I do think it led to the owl, which I'm like, oh, man, why? <laughs> so <laughs> there's there's a few tracks on here that that certainly pushed him towards making the owl, which uh, you know it is it's not for me is is the point there, but yeah, no, great song and it just missed and it that might be my my honorable mention. Now, as we've kind of crapped on the owl, if that bad visual there, but. <laughs> Think about this. Had the owl not been made, the comeback might not have been as strong because it might have been a conglomeration of songs from the owl. So I'm kind of glad they got it out of the way, yep. if that makes sense. But I almost feel like that should have been a Zach Brown hard stop album. Song, yeah. yeah. Zach Brown, the owl. I would have been okay with that, and I probably would have enjoyed it more. But when you put the word band on it, if the band isn't represented, I kind of get a little bit of a twitch about it we need more fiddle dang it yes yeah. exactly right so now for my track six here's where i'm gonna go a little weird with mine and i'm either gonna lose a lot of votes or i'm gonna surprise a lot of people in a good way <laughs> it's no shock that i am a sucker for cover songs that's my thing on this show and zach brown band has woven some amazing and left field covers into their live shows since they started obviously i talked about into the mystic before there's a point now, if you look up on setlist.fm, Zach Brown Band, cover songs outplay songs from their most played album. You get what you give by almost a thousand. They are primarily, by Setlist FM's definitions, a cover band that has some original songs just by the sheer numbers. However, the song that I picked 
is one that they've never played live. I've tried to find it. It's not out there. So to me, it's truly a diamond in the rough. And I'm going off of 2018's The Greatest Showman Reimagined. I'm going with From Now On. The original of this song is one of, if not my favorite, original song from a musical over the last decade. And these guys brought that same energy, that same, I'm trying to think of the right word, the urgency that this song brings out in the movie. The harmonies in the movie are outstanding. And Zach Brown Band nailed it perfectly. This song is absolutely gorgeous. And I will be honest, every time I hear it, when they're singing and we will come back home, we will come back home, home again, brings a tear to my eye and puts a lump in my throat every single time. My track six from now on. This is my closer. This is my track 10. (laughs) Awesome. I told you I was going to get musical theater in one of these somewhere. If you're not going to choose an episode, I'm going to put it in here, damn it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Hugh Jackman sings the crap out of this song in the original film. Oh, yeah. I like the movie, but the songs from the movie are really what makes it. And this Mm -hmm. song is my favorite song by far of Mm -hmm. all the numbers in that movie. And Zach Brown Band really on the reimagined album makes this song their own. It's still got the musical feel to it when the chorus comes in towards the end, but it's, they did a hell of a job with this number and, you know, coming back home, that whole theme kind of made it the, the closing song in my head. Just that whole, like when Ozzy plays my mom coming home, it just felt right to put there, even though it's not an original song. It is the song that I chose to close out my playlist. Tony, give me the X. Oh, breaking my heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm not familiar with it. It's homework now, as we call nerd homework. So I'm, I'm into that. I, I will definitely listen to this as soon as we're done recording tonight. But yeah, didn't didn't make my list. Have you seen the movie? I haven't. Nope. I would suggest watching the movie. I completely concur with Bobby. The movie is OK. The music brings the movie to the next level. Nice. I have a copy of, uh, you know, when you go to Hershey Park, they have the booth where you could sing your own songs. Mm-hmm. My daughter sang A Million Dreams in the karaoke booth. And when they were playing the video outside, people were stopping and going up to her going like, wow, you did such a great job. And every time I hear that song, I get welled up because yep. there's my daughter singing it. It's just so beautiful. But Zach Brown Band didn't do A Million Dreams. But from now on is the best song in the movie. And if if you watch on YouTube, Tony, before you watch the movie, there's a scene, an outtake or something on the Blu-ray where they were doing a table read and he started singing the song in this room and everybody in the room, just the actors, no clothes. They were just sitting around a table, started singing along and the video's got like 12 gazillion views. Then watch the scene from the movie. You fall in love with the song. You need to fall in love with the song first before you could truly appreciate what Zach Brown band brought to the song. So don't listen to Zach Brown band's version first, please listen to the original so you can understand why Zach Brown band's version is so great and how sad I am that I have to give you the ax for this one. Well, I'll take the ax and I'll do it with a heavy heart and I'll go listen to that and watch that video and then listen to the song. Awesome. I'll embed those videos for those of you who haven't seen the movie on this page at playlistwarspodcast.com as well. So Tony, along with the ax, we are passing back to you the honor of your track seven. My track seven is colder weather, which is just talk about, emotion and feeling a certain way listening to a track it's you know it's about being away from somebody you love and and you know being on the phone with them being like i know i want to see you again i want to be around you again and uh not being able to do that and we've all been there too so uh, you can be transported back to that with this song very easily and uh yeah it's it's just a a phenomenal song uh, in, in their catalog might be like a top three song for me from from Zach Brown Band. So Colder Weather is my track seven. It's a great song. And if I had a top 12 or 13, it would have made my list. 
but it did not land on my list. It's a beautiful song, though. So that gives you three trifecta axes tonight. The second single from 2010's You Get What You Give is my track eight. Reached number 29 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the U.S. Hot Country Chart. Easily my favorite song from the Zach Brown Band. While I'm not a trucker, my wife and I spent our first year dating doing the long distance relationship. I'm from New Jersey. She's from New Hampshire. And there were plenty of times in that first year that weather impacted us seeing each other for another weekend. Now, while this song didn't come out until we were already married with a child, the lyrics, the first time I heard it, I instantly got sent back to 2002 on my cell phone saying literally lines from the song. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about those moments and the lyrics of the song that kill me are, and when I close my eyes, I see you no matter where I am. I could smell your perfume through these whispering pines. I'm with your ghost again. It's a shame about the weather. I know soon we'll be together and I can't wait till then. After one winter of dealing with that nonsense, we moved in together because we knew where things were headed and we didn't want to keep risking trying to travel seven hours during the weather of the winters that New Hampshire gets. Man, I just love the song so much. And I don't think there's ever a time I've listened to the song in, in its entirety because every time the solo ends and there's that chorus right out of the solo where Zach sings the chorus with that extra oomph and gusto, I have to rewind it and listen to it a second time because it just rips my heart out. There's so much raw emotion in that final chorus. And then it drops down to just this piano and his voice. It's so dynamic and so perfect. Track eight, Colder Weather. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. And with that, Bobby. We are back to you for track seven. Track seven. All right. For track seven, I am going to the album Uncaged, which I believe is 2012. And I'm doing uh, Goodbye in Her Eyes, which nice. is just a gorgeous song. And it's easy for artists to fall into like very basic tropes when they sing a heartbreak song. And I feel like this one was arranged a little more complicated than a typical like country breakup song. Zach Brown on vocals is just beautiful. And when he switches into his falsetto on some of the notes, especially early in the song, it's so light and pure and like pitch perfect. And I appreciate it so much for even having the guts to just flip up into something like that and sing with everything behind it. It could have been like melancholy and super depressing, but it feels more like an understanding of the situation than being just completely torn up about it. It's smooth. It's lyrically, it's super interesting. It's, it's just an awesome song. And uh, it debuted at number 59 on the US uh, Hot Country Songs Billboard chart. It hit number one in the country airplay billboard charts. It's one of my favorite Zach Brown songs. So goodbye in her eyes from uncaged is my number seven. Absolutely love the song. I already had colder weather in there and I feel like those two are kind of at the same level. Yeah. So I didn't want to kind of go back to back with it. I was trying to find a way to squeeze it in, but I felt like it was one or the other for me, but Colder Weather is my favorite right. Zach Brown band song. Goodbye and Rise is like right, right there. I think it's so funny good. that we all had them around the same area, mm -hmm. though. We were all it's, feeling it there. Yeah, it's a fantastic song. Absolutely love it. Did not make my playlist, though. Tony? No, it didn't make mine either, but for similar reason. Uh, it just, there were already themes that have happened here with that. And, and, uh, yeah, great song, though. And I actually I'm surprised I don't have anything off of Uncaged and I like Uncaged. Uh, it just didn't didn't happen. Too many songs from the owl. Yeah, that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to my track seven, which, by the way, I'm not closing out at track seven, Bobby. So you failed. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am finally going to talk about my song from 2021's The Comeback. And I'm doubling down. 
when we did our songs of 2021 episode, I chose the title track as one of my favorite songs of the year, and I'm sticking with it. The title track, it has not been released as a single yet. We're still in the album cycle. Nothing's off the table. But if they don't release this as a single, it's a crying shame because it's like I said earlier, it's my favorite song and definitely one of the best songs on an already amazing album. Top songs of 2021. We had DT from Space Castle, episode 39. Check that out. Hear what I have to say about it there. I don't want to repeat any of it. I want to give a shout out, though, on Twitter to Tim Tony, who chimed in, just saying how fantastic of an album the comeback is. I think we've all said that tonight, so I couldn't agree more with that. It's a great song. And I, honestly, between Stubborn Pride, Slow Burn, I, I could have went with any of them. I just chose the title track. Fantastic album all the way around. My track seven, The Comeback. Shout out to Gomez, who also had The Comeback on his track list. Bobby, did it make your list? It did not make my list, but it is a great song. It's funny. The only song I really don't like off that album was Same Boat, and that was the first one they released as a single. <laughs> yeah. But it did not make my list. Tony. It did not make mine either. No, but great. I, I feel like this album is going to rise in the ranks for me as time passes. So, uh, you know, to do this again a year from now, I probably pick it. I'm going to ask you halfway through summer, just on Twitter, be like, dude, the yeah. comeback, how you feeling it now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to track eight, I had colder weather. Bobby had free and into the mystic live, which I still think it's so amazing that we all had the live version. That is absolutely awesome. Tony, you're the only one with a track eight left. What do you got? So I have Tomorrow Never Comes from Jekyll and Hyde. And it's similar. It's got a similar vibe to Beautiful Drug. I just love the breakdown in the middle that is both electronic and instrumental. And the way that that works with the, the vocals over it and like the woes. And it's just, it's really, a, turn it up in headphones tonight when you're, unwinding after this and let it kind of take over it's one of those songs that does that for me and and that's why i've got it at number eight and, I, and it's probably my favorite zach brown record to jekyll and hyde it's either that or you get what you give but i i just i like the miniature departures from jekyll and hyde better than where they went and this is one of the ones that speaks to me from that so uh, tomorrow never comes track eight bobby love that album love that song it's not on my list it's a great song. I have one song left, and that's not it, but I love the pick as well. And as of now, Gomez has only had four songs that we've talked about, so we'll get into his playlist in a little bit, but he's going off in some different directions too, as well as some stuff from Jekyll and Hyde here. So, But moving on to track nine, Tony, you had Free and Into the Mystic live. Bobby, track nine, you are closing out before me. I am. <laughs> Jinxed uh, yourself with that. I am. I did. I ruined it. And I can't believe I'm closing out with this song. Um, <laughs> let's get weird. All right. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite songs. When I bought the foundation, I made everyone listen to Chicken Fried. And then I would put this song on and be like, this is the same band. It's the closing track from the foundation. Sick them on a chicken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not put it on my playlist. I love the song so much. It's stupid. It is so dumb. And they start with that ridiculous voice. Like, oh, you thought we were done. Oh, like, <laughs> and then it just goes into this bluegrassy, crazy tempoed story. And that's, I mean, what I love most about country is the songs that tell you a story. Regardless of how ridiculous about an old crazy dog taking out a rooster and then frying it and eating it, it is, it's a fun song. The story is great. And it, it's such a surprising way to end an album. And it always makes me laugh. And until you asked me to do this episode, I thought they were singing Sick of Mama's Chicken for some reason until I actually read the track list. <laughs> Sick of Mama's Chicken. Uh, and if it can close the foundation, then it can be my ninth track. Sick on a chicken from foundation. Absolutely love the song that is now in high contention 
with whiskey's gone because it's the same vibe it's fast yeah. it's manic it's but it's it's fun it shows their sense of humor not every song needs to be powerful and serious this song is just fun when i saw them in guilford new hampshire at meadowbrook they played it i lost my mind i loved it because it it, it gives zach brown a, a chance to not sing for a song except at least the whole song passes the lead on it's so good. It kind of reminds me of that Charlie Daniels when he tells stories like yeah. the legend of Wooly Swamp, only in a much more humorous way. Love, love, love the song, but it did not make my list. Tony, do I get an axe for chopping a trifecta or did it not make yours either? It didn't make my list, but it definitely was up there uh, as far as, you know, kind of from left field. But it, they do this on records, they, especially early on. They did it on the foundation. They did it with Whiskey's Gone on, on You Get What You Give. Like they're a band that can just go from here's a song Chris Cornell to here's this, uh, you know, we're having fun in the, in the farmyard type of song. And, and it's why I love the band. So Sycamore Chicken is, is high contention for me as well, uh, but it did not make my list. All right. So now I am closing out with a track nine and then we have Tony's track 10 to close out. I'm going to go back to 2010s. You get what you give. I love me some long ass songs and who knows is a fantastic long ass song it is zach brown band's Freebird. i understand that Freebird has a connotation with it that everyone's like eh, play Freebird. shut up it is a fantastic song it is the band quote marks in zach brown band the way bobby talked about with whiskey's gone having each band getting their own solo part. It kind of happens in who knows the band shines in this song. There's a friggin' drum solo in this song and it works. How often in the post classic rock era, can you say this song has a kick-ass drum solo? I could say white lions radar love back in the hair metal scene was the last time I remember it. And that was a cover of golden earring anyway. So there was an asterisk on it. <laughs> Who knows had a kick-ass drum solo. There's another great version on Past the Jar, but I wanted to go with the studio version because I wanted my lone live track to stick out and be into the mystic and free. So my track nine, as long as it is, it's a long jam. It shows the band can jam and jam well. Who knows? Now, Bobby, I know you're closed out, but if you want to chime in on the song, I'd love to hear what you think. It's 10 minutes of brilliant. It's great. It's a great song. And you're when they can show off every piece of their band, do it. And that's, you know, that was one of my favorite parts of Whiskey's Gone, which is why I made my list. Like, just make them all shine. And they all do. They're all they're fabulous musicians and they do a great job. So, yeah, I didn't make my list, but it's a great song. And it doesn't even feel like a 10 minute song. You're just rocking around playing. It's great. That's the best part about it. It doesn't feel like 10 minutes. Tony, does this close your list out? It does not close my list out, but a, a song that I have to close my list out kind of does this in a in half the time, and that's why I picked it. But no, this, this is a great song, and it was up there for me. It was in the top 20. Uh, listening back to it last week, I was like, man, th there's no real break because you do get to like focus on a different thing every, you know, it, it, they just showcase the band beautifully here and uh it's a great track but it did not make my list my last my my track 10 if you'd like me to give it now i can yeah right into it yeah man is day for the dead from the girl sessions oh i forgot we were waiting on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> still in there yeah the girl <laughs> sessions i and i like i said i could have taken all four i love the girl sessions i want it to be pressed for a record store day at some point i don't know why it hasn't been it's <laughs> they're leaving money on the table zach if you're listening <laughs> but Man, I, I just everything about the girl sessions is awesome. It shows what they can do as a band. And this is a song that kind of the harmonies are great. There's that like Wurlitzer piano type thing in the middle. That's at the, the breakdown. That's awesome. The whole piece of music is great from front to back. And I, I had to have one song from the girl sessions and, and not all four. So I, I chose Day for the Dead. But it was almost, you know, let it rain. It was almost the muse. It, it could have been anything. Such a great EP, and I actually feel terrible I didn't pick anything from it, but yeah, it's, it's such an awesome EP. Such an awesome EP. I love that EP, and 
that song is I mean it's not my first choice obviously but it's still it's still I mean that that whole album is awesome all right well before we move on to our honorable mention picks of the night I want to give a shout out to Patreon playlister DR Owens 901 who chimed in with a trio of songs from the band that we didn't talk about tonight same boat although Bobby mentioned you were not a fan of that one Highway 20 ride from the foundation which is absolutely fantastic yep. And one that reminds me of Sick'em on a Chicken, but a little more reasonable lyrically, Jolene. Mm -hmm. So three great songs there from him. And now it's the time for us to put up or shut up with our honorable mention songs of the night. Tony, what do you got? I'm going with Sick'em on a Chicken. That's it's great. <laughs> it, it's just a fun, you know, romp of a Zach Brown band song. Bobby. Oh man, no one picked my old man. It's crushing me. All right. Uh I guess I'm gonna go with uh uh she got whatever it is. That's gonna be my choice. All right, getting the honorary trifecta there for whatever it is. Yeah. And man, oh I gotta flip a coin here. Mm. It was on my list. I gotta give it to you, Bobby. Whiskey's gone's gonna take it. Yeah. Just edging out sick amount of chicken. Because it was going to make my list originally. I had notes for it, so I got to go back. Awesome, awesome, awesome tune. And now, before we go through our track lists in its entirety, I'm going to go through Gomez's, which yeah, has a Gomez. bunch of songs that we didn't talk about tonight. So, Gomez kicked it off with Beautiful Drug, Free, Where the Boat Leaves From, Dress Blue, Whatever It Is, the comeback roots from welcome home, which none of us talked about tonight. No, but it's a great song. Great it song. Great song. Yep. great song. Someone I used to know from the <laughs> owl. We've ragged on the album tonight, but again, if it's a gateway to get somebody to listen to more Zach Brown band, I'm fine with it. Chicken fried. And then his curveball of a closer, which I absolutely love. Natural disaster to close yes, out. Yes. Yes. All right. So great playlist. Now, obviously, because Gomez was not here to defend his choices tonight, he will not be included in the voting. But Tony, Bobby, and I will. So, Tony, why don't you take us through your track list, track one through 10, and your honorable mention? All right. My track one was chicken fried. Track two, homegrown. Track three, as she's walking away. Track four, Heavy is the Head, Track 5, Whatever It Is, Track 6, Slow Burn, Track 7, Colder Weather, Track 8, Tomorrow Never Comes, Track 9 was the live version of Free and Into the Mystic from Past the Jar, and Track 10 was Day for the Dead. My honorable mention was Sycamore Chicken. Bobby. Track 1 was Chicken Fried, Track 2 was Whiskey's Gone, Track 3, Heavy is the Head featuring Chris Cornell, Track 4, Let It Rain. Track five, Stubborn Pride, featuring Marcus King. Track six, Beautiful Drug. Track seven, Goodbye in Her Eyes. Track eight, Free, slash Into the Mystic, off of the Bonnaroo, Live at Bonnaroo album. Track nine, Sycamore Chicken. And track 10, From Now On, from The Greatest Showman Reimagined. And my honorable mention is Whatever It Is. All right. And my track one was Jump Right In. Track two, Whatever It Is. Track three, Homegrown. Track four, Heavy is the Head with Chris Cornell. Track five, Free and Into the Mystic, live from Past the Jar. Track six, From Now On. Track seven, The Comeback. Track eight, Colder Weather. Track nine, Who Knows. And track 10, Chicken Fried. With my honorable mention of Whiskey's Gone, we had three trifectas tonight in Chicken Fried, Heavy is the Head, and free into the mystic live one honorary trifecta in whatever it is and two because of gomez not being here quadfectas in chicken fried and free three distinctive playlists here all over the place just the way zach brown band would intend it to be so now playlisters we turn it over to you head over to playlistwarspodcast.com Visit the Zach Brown Band page and vote for which one of the three of us you think got it right. Now, Bobby, before we close up shop for the evening, first off, thank you, thank you, thank you for filling in tonight. Had a blast. I'm so glad that somebody aligned with me on From Now On that really 
I was like so stoked. I was even kind of dropping hints to you guys saying, I hope somebody has this weird left field song I'm picking. So it's funny. I thought you were talking about Sycamore Chicken, but I absolutely had that weird left field song you had. So yes, dude. Awesome. Love it. Why don't you tell people where they can find F and cultured as well as how to connect with you on social media? Oh, we are at F and cultured on Twitter. We're F and cultured, the podcast on Facebook. We are on TikTok at F and cultured. You can find F and cultured anywhere you get podcasts. We're an anchor cast. So we're on Spotify and good pods has us in iTunes. If you could check out, effing cultured and leave us a, a review and rank rate us we are very not safe for work we say whatever is on our minds whenever i am here with brian am i am i am on my best behavior so <laughs> just be prepared don't listen with children or at work unless you are wearing headphones but we would love to have you over we have a lot of fun and uh it would be great to have some more listeners Oh, it's a hysterical show. Hysterical. We were talking about some of the stuff offline, which because of the nature of the discussion, I can't even talk about what the topic is. But President's if, Day. Yes. If you want to laugh, Effing Culture is definitely a place to get it. Tony, our good friends, Patio Slave, thank you so much for jumping in tonight. Our musical nerd buddies over there up in New England and across the country. Why don't you tell people where they could find Patio Slave as well as connect with you guys on social media? Yeah, PatioSlave.com is where everything lives, but uh, we are at PatioSlave on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find us on YouTube. We're, we're really pretty much everywhere. Uh, not Facebook yet, but I, I know we, Brian, you and I have talked about that. i got to make that happen. But yeah, we're, we're uh, at PatioSlave just about anywhere you can find it. We're just three guys that grew up together that love music and love talking about music, and uh, this is a fit to be able to help you guys out with, with Gomez being down for a week. So much appreciated having us back. Oh, thank you both so much for joining us, filling in. I'm sure Gomez is just as appreciative. You guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of tonight's episode. Thanks for having us. No problem, man. And playlisters, as always, thank you guys for listening. You know where to find us, playlistwarspodcast.com. If you want to support the show in any way, head over to patreon.com slash playlistwars and select whatever tier that works best for you. And stay tuned next week because we've got a new battle taking place right here on Playlist Wars. Have a good night, everybody. You can find Playlist Wars on Facebook and Twitter at Playlist Wars, on Instagram at Playlist Wars Podcast, on email at playlistwars at gmail.com, or via voicemail at 201-644-6498. That's 201-644-6498. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review and be sure to tell a friend or multiple friends about the show. Until next time, thanks for listening.